stressed, I get really constipated. I want a little spiky cactus. What the fuck is that voice? By I know. The way? It's <laughs> like, That's my inner monologue. <laughs> it's 50% oil. I know yeah. how to lift, you dicks. That's how you get pink eye. <laughs> Hey, first timers, welcome back for part two of our episode with Marla. We are going to just jump straight into it from where we left off last week. So like we said, chairs in the upright position, hands to yourself and make sure you're paying attention. Can I just say all I'm caught on is we moved into that apartment two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Did you only first feel like a grown up to you? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> No, I mean, I had, I, I've dealt with, with my responsibilities in terms of paying bills and things like that. But when it comes to dealing with it, a difficult adult situation in an adult way, yes, that was the first time. Wow. Yeah. You've had a sheltered life. Well, I mean, it kind of creeps <laughs> up on you. Like I've been, I've been renting for years and I've been like an adult living on my own without my parents for, for years. So what about <laughs> you, Demi? What was mine's the first? Because mine's rentals as well. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it's once, sorry, <laughs> I just cut you off and I'm like, here we go. Yeah, yeah. I'm so ready to tell the story. <laughs> Let me tell you All I have to say was Demi, about... oh my God, I'm so ready. It's so <laughs> funny. You guys are going to laugh so much. I don't think it's funny. It's just like. You literally better. just said it's funny. I said it's funny. Oh, because yes. Yeah, Sorry, Mine not... is relevant to renting. So well. get ready, guys, for a really boring story. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you said it's not funny. Anyway, so same sort of thing. Like I moved out, but this was this was like my first place on my own. This mm-hmm. was my first place in Brisbane. I was living in this little. You, you could call it like a granny flat. Uh, that thing that was like underneath the flats. Underneath that guy's house, yeah. So mm-hmm. it was in, like inner suburbs of Brisbane, and he had this like Queenslander house, but it was like a sloped block. Yes. So his yeah, yeah, house went out on stilts, and they'd pretty much built in under the house, and it had like a little apartment there. So it had a little tiny kitchen, a bathroom, a bedroom, and like a nice little like living area. That was about it. I shared the uh, laundry with them, and it was, like, right under their house. Kind of like a little studio. Yeah, just this granny little, flat. It was cute. Like, it had, like, built-ins and stuff, and it was all good. I remember, like, looking for this apartment on my own. I was doing all these things, and, yeah, I would have still been 18 at this point. I had a job in, in North Queensland. That was, like, my first, like, big-person job. And then I... A big person? Uh, no, because, like, you know, I was working full-time. I was working, yeah. like... Six mm. to six every day. No, yeah, just like big person as opposed to like adult or something. I yeah. think like I think full time work or first salary. That's when it's like I am fucking living an adult life. Well, that's what I'm trying to yeah. sort of like identify here because I was like permanent part time, so I was still getting like I was getting paid weekly, yeah. getting paid by the hour, stuff like that. But I worked, you know, Monday to Saturday. And was doing, like, six to six, you know, insane hours, earning really good money. Yeah. But it was still, like, I was going to Ailey Beach every weekend to get, like, really drunk and go clubbing and stuff like that. So I wasn't really that responsible. But then I got this job in Brisbane and I had to move to Brisbane. I pretty much had to pack a suitcase, go to Brisbane because I was starting the job on the Monday. So I called up my my (coughs) pop and his wife and I was like, hey, do you reckon I could stay with you for a few weeks while I just, like, get myself situated in Brisbane? And he was like, yeah, of course, of course. At that time, his business was, like, really booming. So he and his wife were never there anyway. So I had their house all to myself. But their house was, like, way out in the eastern suburbs of Brisbane. And it was quite a mission to get to work. So I got this apartment really close by to work. And had to look for it on my own. 
sort of like runarounds, all the inspections, all that sort of stuff. I had a car, but it was still in North Queensland. I was like, okay, I'll find this apartment and then I will get my car sent down to Brisbane with all my stuff, everything that I own, and just sort of deal with it. Like, that's Mm -hmm. what I'll do. I did this. I found this apartment on my own. I would have been, like, 18, and it was really lovely. Like, it was a nice place. So I went and looked at it, and it was, like, the evening. It would have been maybe 6 o'clock. And I was like, this is cool. This is nice. No noise, no nothing. Move in. I'm there for, like, two weeks, and every morning at 7 o'clock, I get woken up by the guy, like, the guy, the owner, he lived upstairs, his daughter stomping up and down the hallway. That's how I was woken up every day that I lived there. And it used to shit me off so much. Mm -hmm. And so the real estate was just this sort of, like, small, independent real estate. And I'd been there for about four months. And upstairs, their dishwasher, um, like, flooded and flooded their whole kitchen and flooded the roof that was my bedroom roof. Yeah. My bedroom ceiling. This all happened... Oh, yeah, I do remember that. ...while I was in Byron for the weekend. So I left, like, Friday night, drove down with my mm. girlfriends, had a massive weekend. That's the weekend that I fucked up my ankle really bad. <laughs> yeah. I was so drunk that I fell over on the main street of Byron. So not really adulting, just, like... <laughs> Functioning. Functioning. Um, I was so drunk. I actually did serious ligament damage to my ankle. <laughs> one Long-term lasting. Yeah, like still have problems <clears throat> to this day with it. Um, and then I get back and I was so hungover and tired and I'd just driven all the way back to Brisbane from Byron. And so, so walk us through it. So you get out of the car, hungover as fuck. You open your door. No, like, so I bring all my shit in. Like, I bring all my shit in, you know, unpack, like... I Into think the I, living room or something. Like, like I probably, like, grab Maccas on the way home because I was yep. just, like, not cooking. It's, like, 7 o'clock at night. I'm just, like, throw all my stuff down, have a quick shower, and I'm just, like, I'm getting straight into bed. I've got yeah. my phone, and I'm just going to go oh, no. into bed. And I pull back. Like, this was the middle of summer, so I just kind of had, like, a doona cover on yeah. the bed. I pull it back, and I'm like, why is it cold? And I start pulling it back, and there is this brown water Ugh. all through my bed. Nah. And so this bed... Like, old dishes water? Old oh. dish water. Like, fuck that. Whoa. This bed... No. No. I brought this bed and this mattress. It was a king size bed. Like fucking, it was stupid. So bougie. Stupid of me to buy it, but it was like this is my first house. This is my place. This yeah, is you all go here. mine. So I brought this like big ass king size bed and mattress, brand new from like Amart Furniture. <laughs> Was it the only place that the water had gone? So their kitchen was directly above my bedroom. Yeah, solid. And that's why I got, like, woken up every day was because she'd be walking into the the kitchen. kitchen. Squawking. (laughs) She was the same age as me, and that was the funny thing. And it was, like, contrast, you know, because she still lived at home and honestly was a fucking idiot. And I'm, like, on my own going to work every day, working 12-hour days, like, all that sort of stuff. Anyway, pull it back. It was just brown water. So... I called my real estate agent. Yep. And Which was not the people that owned the place. No. Okay. I remember just calling a bunch of people, like, yep. trying to get onto someone. Ended up getting onto my real estate agent because I had his mobile number, and I was just like, my bed's been flooded with water. This has been leaking all weekend. Yeah. The ceiling is so wet that it's sagged. You know, oh, it's no. sagged heaps, and it was all brown as well. Filthy. 
And it was like, yeah, Sunday night. And he's just like, there's nothing I can do about it. You're going to have to call me back on Monday morning. Like, Monday morning, can you just sleep on the other side of the bed or something? I'm like, that is fucking disgusting. I remember saying that on the phone. I'm like, that is fucking disgusting. What the hell? This is my bed. Yeah. And it's full something... of someone's filthy dishwater. Yeah. Like, I didn't know it was dishwater at the time. I just yeah. thought the, like something a pipe had burst if the water's brown that's a no-go zone like i was just like that's how you get pink eye (laughs) you know yeah so i remember just being furious the next morning i pretty much just went upstairs and knocked on the owner's door and you know like when you're younger everything that you know, people like the real estate agent or whatever give you, you t- like, I was very by the book. I was by, I still kind of am with a lot of things. Yeah, it's like, like this person told me this is what the story is. I believe it. This yeah. is what I like. You take everyone for their face yeah. value. You don't think anyone's ever trying to jip you or lie to you or anything like that. Uh, maybe not so much that, but more just like they give you a, like a lease and then yeah. they say anything wrong. You talk to us, we'll contact the owner. Yeah. They'll say, you know, if the owner wants to contact you, they have to give you this notice in writing. They can't just come knock on your door. You know, that sort of yeah. stuff, like all those clauses in yeah. your contract. You're like, okay, I understand that. But I, I think I ended up just knocking on his door and I was like, what the fuck happened? My bedroom has been flooded. And he was like, I'll get onto it today. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, this is bullshit. My bed is destroyed. And he was like, oh, well, do you have contents insurance? And I'm like, I'm I fucking am, 19. I am 19 and I have a bed and a couch. I don't know what insurance is. Like, yeah, I had car insurance. I didn't have like contents insurance. He tried to get this like handyman to fix the roof. And the guy's like, no, you, you need a plasterer in to come in and yeah. rip the whole roof out. It's fucked. And re- put, re-put a roof in, you know, and this guy's like, no, like, I can't do this. He's, oh, you know, oh, I'm sure you could fix this, mate. You're a really good handyman. Like, he's saying this in my apartment, in my bedroom, and it was like 7.30 in the morning. He just knocked on the door and was like, hey, got old mate here. It went on for ages. He then asked me to come get someone in to look and quote, like cleaning the mattress. And I'm like, they're not going to clean the mattress. People don't clean mattresses when they're like water damaged. Like that's not, you know, it's a throw it out type situation. There's like mold. Mold is a thing and it makes you sick. Like you can't just clean it. Yeah. But he just constantly was trying to get by with the cheapest possible solution. So had someone quote it cleaning and they were like, no, we can't clean this, especially if this is from a dishwasher. This is dirty. It was the waste pipe that had flooded. Uh, He was like, we're not doing this. So I made him buy me a new mattress. He did it? He did buy me a new one, but actually getting the money out of him, I had to hound him. Blood out of a stone. I had to hound him. And I don't like being like that. I don't being like, hey, you know, you need to pay for this for yeah. me. You need to, you owe me Especially this. Especially at 19 because you don't no. have, you don't have the kind of like balls that it takes to be like. This I is think, your fuck up. Like, like yeah. if this happened to you now, you would be straight up just dealing with it because mm. I think the older that you get, the more maturity and the less shit that you take from people. Yeah. But when you're 19, it's just like. 
oh, well, I don't want to be annoying. I don't know what yeah. I'm doing, really. And I don't know, what my, like, what I'm actually allowed yeah. to ask and for. And can mm. I even do this? Am yeah. I going to get in trouble? Yeah. I ended up being able to issue a form saying, you need to fix this right now, otherwise I have clause to break my lease. Yeah. So going through that whole process, 19, never rented before, my first rental, my first lease with my name on it. It was just, a like, a big, like, oh, my, I'm, I'm in this on my own moment. Mm. Eventually... As things were getting resolved and I'm like back and forward, back and forward with the real estate agent as well as the owner, he accidentally forwards me the email trail that he had with the owner. Oh, and oh so, my God. Like he okay, he just with it, it. <laughs> and copies me in. Anyway, I'm reading through this. I think I still have it printed somewhere. Like this is how yeah. petty I am. No, <laughs> The owner, his name was... Bob, I remember that. Of course his name is Bob. And Bill. Bob. Um, and Bullshit Bob. The email was just kind of like pretty much saying, I don't know why she's in such a huff about this. Like, mate, we've, like <laughs> we've had the roof, like the roof is getting fixed. Things take time. They've got to go through some. Cause in the sharing. meanwhile, she's rolling around in like the water that's filled, like lasagna filled water. Meanwhile, I'm sleeping on my couch. Yeah. You know, I'm like getting us all back. I'm like trying to just work. Paying rent to paying not even sleep in your own bed. A full amount of rent to not be able to use my bedroom and have my mattress destroyed and then further down he pretty much says well i don't want to ring you the lease with this girl anyway and fuck i can't remember exactly what he said but he was pretty much like she's just a sour little like he called me like a sour puss and was like it always looks miserable and i was like because she's looking at you mate because you are being an asshole i'm like because i have weird ass interactions with you in the driveway and i literally leave the house at fucking seven o'clock and get home at like 6 30 every day and i'm tired and i just need to be able to sleep in my bed and you are dragging your feet and trying to save some money just do the right fucking thing like you're meant to have renters insurance you're meant to just make sure that all this stuff is covered except you're a tight ass what if i come upstairs into your bedroom and, and shit piss all in over your, your stuff <laughs> and then see how happy you are to see me the next fucking day oh, asshole honestly so oh. that was that was my first this is making me so mad it, and this was mm. me and it, so I was I was on a six month lease. This would have happened maybe three months into the lease. The remaining of the lease was dealing with this fucking guy and trying <sighs> to get my mattress replaced. As soon as it was replaced, it went on the floor in the living room. And I like you know, obviously a sheet on it and stuff like that. I was sleeping in there because it was a week later that my lease was ending. And I could move out. And I was like, well, I'm not going to fucking put it back in the bedroom. No, fuck that. Yeah, and I had to take my bed down and everything to have them, the plasterers, come in and fix the roof. A lot of your, like, adulting milestones happened, like, at the same time, pretty much. Like, you, you moved... You moved towns. Uh, you got your like. You got a, a grown up job. Your own place. Yeah. yeah you, you kind of did it all. Boom. Right away. And then yeah. within within six months, within three months mm. of that happening, is you had to have you had a situation where you didn't know you had never done it before, but you figured it out. Like in terms of asserting yourself and what you were entitled to. So my first big girl pants wearing moment was actually around my teeth. Mm. 
So I had moved out of home. I moved to Canberra for uni. Um, I then ended up like dropping out of uni, but that's like potentially a whole nother podcast episode failings as a young lost human being. Um, I went to the dentist cause I had some really severe tooth pain and it ended up being that like one of my molars that I had a big filling in the filling fell out and the doctor that or the dentist that did it didn't tell me that I needed to have it redone every x amount of years so I just left it I thought you know go to the dentist feels a filling and it's like oh okay that's fine I'm fixed forever like it's just there forever so I went to this dentist and he was like yeah your tooth is like pretty fucked like we need to do root canal mm. I was like um okay what is root canal he's like basically we drill into your tooth and we shove like a pipe cleaner type instrument into the roots of all like all the roots of that tooth to clean out the infection essentially what a root canal therapy is is going into your tooth killing all the nerves killing all the tissue and leaving like a functional hard shell to still be able to chew with but your tooth is not alive it's technically dead Mm. um he was like, I can do that or I can pull the tooth out. And I was like 19. So the prospect of losing a tooth to me, like a molar, was – I just lost it. Like mm. I left there. I was like, I just need to talk to someone first. I don't know. So I rang Dad, went to that dentist with my boyfriend at the time. The whole time that I was in with the dentist, he knew that I was super anxious about dentists because I've never had a good experience. He was just on the phone to his mum, like, catching up. Mm. So I'm out in the waiting room on the phone to Dad, bawling my eyes out about, like, oh, my God, he wants to pull my tooth out or he wants to do root canal therapy to try and save the tooth, but it's going to cost me, like, two, three grand. Oh, my God. And he was like, just get the root canal done we'll talk about payment after pay what you can put it on an account whatever we'll figure it out just like try and save the tooth while you have it yeah because dad's had really bad dental experiences as well he's had a lot of tooth pulled out or teeth pulled out i get that from him definitely so i had maybe like four or five therapies on one tooth oh my god yeah it was it was so bad Mm. all up it probably cost me like all up like three thousand dollars on that one tooth holy shit And then maybe a month after that, the other side of my face started doing the same thing. Oh, my God. And I went in. He's like, yeah, now that molar needs the same thing. So I had to get the other tooth done. And it was just fucking traumatic. Like, I was knocked out. or Not knocked out, sorry. I was under general anesthesia for the procedure. So I couldn't feel anything. But, you know, they move your head. You can feel that. Like, he's still awake. He's still aware of what's going on. They shove you a th- just have to keep going. Yeah, and, like, I would have my <laughs> mouth open for two hours every sitting. That was enough within itself. Like, mm. it was fucked up. I'm, like, scared of the dentist because last time I went, they're like, you don't floss enough. I'm like, I'm not coming here for this judgment. And, like, <laughs> don't go back. Yeah. <laughs> like- yeah, so that was my first, like, holy shit I'm an adult. I have to deal with this. Because I was living in Canberra. All I wanted was for someone to, like, come and, like, hold my hand and come to the dentist with me. But all I had was, like, ringing Dad and him being like, fucking get in there and get it done. Yeah. I was like, this is not what I need to hear. I need, like, a hug and, like, I don't know, someone to, like... Someone come sit with me. <laughs> yeah, like, to fucking deal with me like I'm a child. Because that's how I felt still, in a way. It was like, I don't... Why Why do I have to deal with root canal therapy at 19? Yeah. This is fucked up. Mm. And it was fucked up. And I ended up having to get the tooth pulled out anyway. Mm. eventually. I was like, he was like, do you want to keep it? 
It's like, yeah, motherfucker, that tooth, that single tooth that you hold there in that petri dish cost me three thousand dollars. Yeah. I want to keep. I have no use for it, but just on the principle of how much money I spent, that is staying with me forever. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still in my apartment. <laughs> That's what day. you were saying the other day. You want to get jewelry made out of your teeth? <laughs> yeah. So I've heard just like random tangent, but there's this girl that dollar ring for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, there's this chick in Sydney. I need to find out the girl that did our nails with like the gold flakes and the flowers yeah yeah she has a friend that makes jewelry and she made a pair of earrings out of silver where she took a tooth and like used it as a cast and then made earrings out of silver of the teeth and i think it's a little bit gross and weird so i kind of want to do something like that (laughs) it is kind of gross and weird But if oh, I mean, if you've got a like three thousand dollar tooth just laying around, you might as well, as well. fucking show it off. It's not, it's not my head anymore, so I can't <laughs> use it for anything. May as well turn it into jewelry or yeah. something. Yeah, I suppose if you're coming from that angle, yeah. I totally get that. I'm but, all about like value. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that was my first like, oh, I'm an adult. I have responsibilities. I need to like look after myself. Mm. I need to pay for things myself. Mm. My parents aren't here to hold my hand. Yeah, because mm. you would have, you know, you would have had to have been put on a payment yeah. plan. Yes. And all that sort of stuff. And, like, even I didn't get my first loan until I was, like, in my early 20s, you know. Yeah. So financial stuff and signing up for that and having someone take money out of your bank every week or every it was month It was traumatic because it was, like, it, like, yeah. every time I went, it was, like, $400 to pay off my account. Like, they had a minimum depending on how much was on my account or whatever and you know I was working permanent part-time at Mac One which is a an Apple computer reseller and that was I actually really enjoyed that job but at the same time I wasn't earning mad money so it was like I still have to pay rent but also I still want to keep this tooth and I need to be able to eat food so I think there was one week where I actually ate toast with a condiment that was in the fridge for dinner. Like, I just, toast is my favourite thing, by the way. Uh, yeah. Just straight up green Ooh. pesto on toast. Yeah. Oh. That's a time. See, that's, that's heaps more bougie than, the, like... A jar of pesto <laughs> from Woolies is, like, a dollar fifty. Like, I was going the cheap shit. Pesto I wasn't going like... that Jamie Oliver, pine nut, fancy green <laughs> pesto shit. Yeah. I guess pesto is kind of, like, a standard... It's 50% oil, like... let's be honest. Yeah. Like, I... just straight up... I have definitely eaten meagering every meal yep. for like a good week and a bit. Oh, I'm alive because during you <laughs> Yeah. And like meagering we, frozen veggies and like yeah. weekend packet like yeah. We get paid monthly, like yeah. still do, but literally that's like another thing, you know, I moved to Brisbane for this job. This is my first job being on a salary, earning annual leave. Yeah. I got paid monthly. I'm nineteen getting paid monthly fuck all by the way Hmm. and I'm like dealing with all this crap and I never saved when I was that age because I would get this paycheck to paycheck I was paycheck to paycheck I would get paid on the 15th pay all my rent all my bills literally hide money in my house from myself (laughs) so that I can put fuel in my car again later in the month and then that was it like that's what I had I would spend like 40 to 50 dollars on food a week I would go to Coles and just buy a shitload of meagerings and then all these like vegetables and yeah some like chicken to make stir fries for the week and that's how I was living and that's what how I lived in that apartment yeah you know so the prospect of having to buy a new mattress 
even though I just brought one with yep. the last of my savings from my job, like, up north and stuff like that, honestly, was giving me a heart attack. Yeah, because this is not possible. Yeah, and like, I'm not going to ask my parents to buy me, like, a mattress, you know. Yeah. Like, the whole idea of me doing it was, like, I'm a big girl now. I'm going to buy my own furniture and I'm yeah. going to live on my own. Like, that was the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I feel that. Elements of the feeling of being an adult, I think, will always come back down to moving out of home. Yeah, definitely. That's generally when your first adult responsibilities kick in because you're physically out of the nest. Yeah. You don't have the ability to turn around and be like, oh, I'm poor, can you please feed me? And then your mum just, like, regurgitates food into your beak. Like, <laughs> it's just not how it works when you yeah. when you fly the coop. You know, moving towns well, or, like, moving to... Oh, thank you. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I have a parrot. I love her. I'm now, I don't know, a giant parrot. Yeah. <laughs> I got a schnoz. I got the wog schnoz, so... <laughs> Anyway. But it was, you know, like, you moved to a big city, like, and you would have been the same moving to Canberra when you are like, super young. It wasn't like you couldn't just, like, call into mums on the way home and be like, hey, what are you having for dinner? And make it out like you love them so you're visiting them. Like, you know, like, but really you're there for food. The only people that... (laughs) Which I used to do all the time, and then I moved out and had to eat metering. So the only person that I had in Canberra was Harriet and she was there with her mum Kate so like if I was feeling a bit like I needed a bit of family time or whatever I'll just pop into Harriet's place and say hello to Kate say hello to all the animals because they have like a menagerie of various animals at that time they had like three dogs four cats Mm. so many animals so much fun just like have pats and sit around the fire and you know if I was feeling sooky and hungover or if Harriet wanted to go out I'd just go over there so I had like I had a family stop in sooky place yeah but I think it's very different to stopping in to see a mum because like I couldn't just rock up to Harriet's in my I'm sad and hungover clothes yeah I had to wear human clothes At at the least I had to wear human clothes whereas with mums I could just rock up in track pants and, like, a stained white T-shirt and food in my hair, and she'd be like, come sit down, I'll make you a nice meal, as opposed to be like, what the fuck is she doing here? That's literally how I rock up at your house. (laughs) (laughs) Today is one of the only days that I've rocked up in human clothes to your house. (laughs) This is a safe place. (laughs) Like, if you're not wearing track pants here, I'm kind of like, why are you even here? Are you you okay? Is everything okay at home? Don't come to my house dressed nicely. You're making me feel bad in my own house. (laughs) The first realizing that we were our mum moment well the first time I realized well uh, I don't know because growing up if I you know you ever like answer the landline mm. and be like hello and they'd be like um whoever it was would be like oh hey Emma and I'm like no that happened to me too <laughs> like Dave rang mum one day and I was like hey he was like ah oh, hey babe I was like um this is Maddie. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh my god, I'm so sorry. You sound exactly like your mum. It's like, I know, I look exactly like my mum. I sound exactly like my mum. Mm. I, I basically am my mum my whole life. My most hey, sorry, I've just kind of like no, taken right. you, Go. picked you up, and put myself on the on the track. But my most hated thing growing up, it was not people saying, oh my god, you look so much oh like god. your mum. I, think I know what you're gonna. Say. So you're after mum and dad got divorced, mum hit the gym hard she was like 65 kgs all muscle in like a size 810 pair of jeans from jeans west or something that was in dubbo like a fucking anyway she looked (laughs) she looked great and whenever we would leave the house and go somewhere people would be like 
Oh my god, are you two sisters? Yeah. I, I guess I that with my mum. I wanted oh, I ahead. wanted to fucking vomit and cry at the same time. It's like I am fucking 14. <laughs> this is not my sister. And mum would of course love it and be like, oh my god, you think we look like sisters? Yeah. And then as she got older and I got older and we'd go out and people would stop saying that. They'd be like, oh, is this your mum? Mm-hmm. When the mum comments started to come in mum would be like oh people sometimes say that we look like sisters like fishing <laughs> for it I'd be like mum shut the fuck up you are my actual mum like <laughs> I don't ever want to hear that you look like my sister well when mum was here the other week and she took me to get my nails done the girl said are you sisters we still get it but my mum was so young when she had me yeah that I've always gotten it yeah. we used to go out like grocery shopping or whatever and people would be like is this your little sister you know like because mum was like 20 you know running around with a five-year-old yeah kind of thing so she's like, oh is that your little sister and mum looks good for her age and has always looked really young it just it actually was such a thing that I don't think it ever had the opportunity to annoy me yeah. You know, because it's just It was like, just from before you from, even understood words, it was yeah, already happening to you. it was happening. You. So that's always been a thing. And even up until, like, the last couple of weeks, and I'm just like, oh, how old does that make me look? Like, how old do they think I am? It's only in the last, like, year or two that I've been like, oh, do I look older than what I am? Like, yeah. and being really conscious of that. And I wanted to add to that, like, I'm not scared of getting older I'm I embrace aging so like I like getting older learning new things learning about the world having new experiences all that sort of stuff like I've always been like this I remember being like 15 and just being like I can't wait to be older and move out yeah. of home and live on my Same. live on my own and do yeah. all this stuff like I've always been like that so getting the prospect of getting older doesn't scare me it's the prospect of getting older and your body slowing and maybe possibly dying hmm. that's what scares me yeah, yeah i'm like i want to just be give like me this. the 21 year old me body forever yeah with like the yeah. 40 45 years of life experience yeah. just like kind of bopping around doing my thing like yeah that's yeah. what Wait, i want to do i totally get that yeah like, um i think so i'm someone that used to be like super super fit i mean you know that i like especially you still fit girl look at that booty (laughs) (laughs) no but like i i used to work out way more than i do now um and in recent months i've kind of been freaking out about the like i feel I, i feel slower i feel weaker i've been putting it down to aging but really like the amount of effort that i would put into into working out like the amount of effort that i would put into my body in that sense then is no like there's no comparison to what I do now. I do so much oh, less now. So yeah. like yeah, you know, there's sometimes it's like lifestyle things that play into that whole like slowing down feeling. Yeah. And I think it can maybe any feelings you might already be having, it makes it worse mm. when you know that you your body used to be able to do this and it doesn't. You put it down to aging. It might just be you're not working out. I've definitely slowed down in the last couple of years. I used to, you know, get wasted on the Friday, get up on Saturday morning, go to boot camp, like work out all weekend, sometimes go to the gym twice a week and be like, yeah, I'm great. I'm fit. I can like, you know, I can squat like 60 kilos. Oh, yay. And now I'm like, oh God, this is also hard. This used to be easy for me. It's because I'm not looking up at myself and things like that. See, you guys have made a very fundamental mistake 
It's you work, shouldn't have worked out in the first exactly. place. Exactly. So you guys have an actual bar, whereas I have yeah. never been active. So for me, it's like I'm just the same. I know I could raise the bar, but why raise the bar if the bar is just the yeah. same? But I was always athletic at school and I liked sports. So I was not. Was... I fucking, like, we could do a whole episode on how much I hate school athletic carnivals, school swimming carnivals, all yeah. that kind of stuff. If because you never know what your body is capable of, then you never will. For yeah. me, like, it yeah. wasn't until, like, year 11 and 12 when I, like, was, like, dating Trav and stuff like that that I would skip sports carnival. But otherwise, yeah. like, I, like, year 8, year 9, like, I came first in a shot port Same. those years. Hungarian. <laughs> yeah. Gu- guaranteed. I got them big shoulders. <laughs> I, got, I got them big fucking legs. <laughs> and then just, like, I used to play touch and I used to swim and I used to do all those things so when swimming carnival came around oh my god so athletic it actually makes me feel sick no like but I wasn't so so athletic like there was definitely girls that were more athletic than me but I just kind of grew out of it and I was like oh whatever boring I can't be bothered like I'd rather you know go wag school and get stoned but that's the thing (laughs) it's like it's so much easier to be athletic the younger that you are because I feel like the older that you get the more responsibilities you have you know your metabolism doesn't work the same exactly way. all those sorts of things and I'm realizing that at the moment fiber I've fiber. never been like so constipated <laughs> that I have in the last couple of years like getting constipated randomly <laughs> you okay I just was not expecting you to talk about being constipated <laughs> Instead why of, like, letting out a snort of laughter, he just let out a burp of... A snort of... <laughs> it was a snorty burp. That's why I eat some shock. apricots. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, right apricots. You Girl, just why don't you, like, eat an apple or a pear every I day? I do eat fruit, okay? It doesn't do the same When I travel, I get constipated. When I moved over to the UK, I didn't shit for five days. <laughs> yeah. I nearly had to go to the doctor. When I moved to Sydney, it, it was like uh, maybe not five days, but it had been a few days when I first moved down to Sydney. And I, you mean you like get used to your toilet in your house? Yeah, it's your poo you space. Used to it yet. And I wasn't used to pooing in our new house, so I reckon I went like a good three or four. So days. talk us talk us through it. How? What would you recommend for someone that needs to get used to a toilet quickly? What what do you do? Tips. What what do you do? What do you what do you do to kind of claim the toilet as your new toilet space? I think you just you need to like it's for a me flag, like put so, your scent down like, so, like it's like not just in the bathroom like you just kind of need to mark your territory around the whole house. So you <laughs> recommend that people gather their own urine no. into like a Kmart spray bottle? That's what she, yeah, yeah, that's what she did. Yeah. And then. Uh, okay, so talk it around the house. But, but like a mist or a jet, like a mist. A mist. Okay, because it needs to be like it needs to it be just fine. everywhere. Yeah, no, you yeah. just have to start feeling like it's home, you know, yeah. and you poop at home. Like that's how a it jet, goes. And so, like a jet is too aggressive, and you don't want aggression in the home. Which is no, why you use the mist. You missed it. You missed it. And you just run around the house like you're like burning sage or something. So this is this is so funny because still to this day. 
my <laughs> this is so funny because my mum still to this day will only poo at home like yeah. she'll message CJ and I be like oh, I haven't pooped in like two days and we'll be like what the fuck is actually wrong with you and she'll be like I only poop at home I don't poop at work yeah. there is an app that can track how much money from your annual salary you are earning per minute that you are on the just toilet. Just by shitting. <laughs> you, you start the app when you sit on the toilet and it just runs in the background while you're scrolling on Facebook or whatever and it tells you at the end <coughs> how much money you've just earned essentially from doing nothing. Okay, I need that app for one. I can't remember what it is, but it's kind of um, eye-opening. Yeah. Yeah. It's a revelation. Anyway, so we'll get back on track. Rerailing. Um, the first time I realized I was like my mom. Also, I've always been compared to her in some sense. Like, yeah, because mom was like really young and she had me and all that sort of stuff. It was only really recently I was doing something in the kitchen, I think, like literally this apartment, this apartment that was yep. in. I was messing around in the kitchen. I think I maybe like would have burnt myself a little bit or like I did something and I was just mumbling to myself and I'm like, oh shit. And Travis looks up and goes, I honestly thought your mum was here for a second. She <laughs> does that. She like mutters to herself and then says shit just randomly and she's just like <laughs> and I was like did I just do that he's like yeah <laughs> like, oh my god I'm my mother <laughs> I am my mother <laughs> I am her <laughs> and just like as I've gotten older like I've gotten more OCD about things like I know that I do stuff around the house or I just oh yeah I, like household stuff yeah, yeah. mum was here the other day and she pretty much immediately knew where everything was in my kitchen mm. yeah just because you're the same you do the, the same exact thing. same as her kitchen you know she went to the third drawer and she found the glad wrap and the elf oil and things like that she's like oh you keep your tea too and i'm like yes because you taught me how to life, live yeah that's where it's been oh, i go is... to the third drawer for the elf oil that's yeah. where i go like that is totally a, a like a my um I am like my mum moment is to do yeah. house, house stuff because I have I have one like that as well. I think she said that too when we were at your place the other night, mm. and she went to the third drawer looking for elf oil and was yeah. like, "Marla keeps it here too," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's why we get along because yeah, we yeah, do yeah. things the same." Because when you I think when we whenever we were putting things in the place, like they, I was like, "That's exactly yes. where I would put it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows it's like cutlery and then utensils and then it's like glad wrap elf oil baking then, baking sheets. Yeah. Freezer bags, all that stuff. Garbage bags. And then the bottom one's like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, random, the junk drawer. Manuals and um, warranties. And like tools that and tools. don't have yeah, And screws from all flat like, pack furniture. Yeah. And Al- Allen keys. Lighters sometimes. Uh, Just random shit. Yeah. <laughs> so many skewers. Yeah. When, skewers are when, when you have a million people over f- and they want to eat kebabs on a barbecue, yeah. you have a million skewers. I have like three oh. packs of skewers in my bottom drawer. I saw this excellent utensil, like a, appliance thing on Facebook. And it was like how to, you could make a hundred kebabs at once because it was like a, a square you thing. like shove it all in yes. and then holes. chop it after That's the right. fact and just put like a yeah, whole chicken thigh a whole life changing life changing <laughs> that's another adult thing I suppose like interesting yeah oh it's getting snacks. excited about it's house snacks. things oh, oh when I got my, my grown up knife I was like it's so sharp the one that made cut cut part but no kitchen knickknacks like we get so excited over well, just household things yeah. like genuinely being excited to go to Kmart or go to Ikea or yeah. to Bunnings now that I'm older I'm accumulating things and I actually have like 
something things. to my name. I don't yeah. just have a couch and a bed. I have stuff. Like, I need to start looking after my stuff and making sure that it's insured and blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. And yeah. it's just, like, these boring-ass realizations. Like, I'm getting older. Yeah. I need to have insurance. I need we, health insurance. We have home and contents insurance, and we now both have joint health insurance. Yes, like, we got I that said, this year. I said to Jade, I was like, do we even still need to get married? Because in my mind, we have joint health insurance. That's yeah. pretty much the most married thing we could do, yeah. right? We that have, is putting a ring on it. Yeah. yeah. We have a joint bank account and joint health insurance. And Same. the health insurance is paid from the joint, joint bank, bank account. account. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. like that is the benchmark of being yeah. an adult because we now need to make sure that we don't have to pay the Medicare yeah. tax because <laughs> we're coming up on that age where it's really expensive. It's so much. It's so much. And also, like, we just like to go get a massage sometimes because we are falling apart. <laughs> like, our bodies hurt. Massage the bones back together. <laughs> like, we've just got to, like... Like them. human plasticine, like, <laughs> just mould me back into just shape. Take a couple years off me, please. It hurts so much. Take the pain away. So there you have it, guys. It is officially official. We are definitely old. So until next week, you can follow us on Instagram at the first time podcast because you never know what might happen. We might throw our hips out or something. And remember, guys, if you're constipated, eat some dried apricots.